What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Buds, Bros, and Superheroes. Oh, it's your first time coming to hang out. Let me just tell you quick what's going to go on so we can all be on the same page for the episode. The name Buds, Bros, and Superheroes act as placeholders for the sections of conversation we're going to be having today. So the Bud section is full of cannabis culture and news and Today we're going to be doing some reviewing. We've smoked a lot today. We've had a few different things on a few different levels, so it's going to be a fun discussion about that. In the bro section, we're coming up on some Thanksgiving time. It'll be just a few days after this release is coming up on a Thursday, so we're going to talk about some memories, some weird traditions, different things like that. And then finally, in the superheroes section, talking about Scott Pilgrim. A movie I just realized is already 11 years old, like damn did that happen fast but it really still looks quite amazing after all these years this episode guys we're gonna welcome back andrew dude i just listened to our episode over and i was like i hope you come back and fucking me man i'm happy you're here i'm happy to be here thanks for having me absolutely so if you're interested in all these things guys buds bros and superheroes is gonna get started right now in the bud section so like I said, we also had a few, you had a first today of going back and we're going to try the Puffco. How was that, dude? Talk about that. Open up with that. I like the Puffco. I, it makes me wish that I bought it. Um, but I, I have like a dab rig situation at home and like that was so simple and just clicked on. You just dropped it in and heated it. So yeah, I might look into get, getting one now. That's for sure. It was super nice. So smooth. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I, lo- I love it. It's sick. It's yeah. funny, your phone vibrated, and I thought yeah. it was that because that's the way it indicates to you. That's kind of one of my favorite parts is, you know, you just kind of double click it mm-hmm. and it buzzes and it's like, all right, hold on a second. And then it buzzes again, like, all right, go, go, go. And yeah. then it buzzes again, like, hold on, I got to cool off. And it's like, great, I could do this. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. Whereas we talk about all the time with the torch, like, is it is it too hot? Is it mm-hmm. hot enough? Am I not getting it hot enough? And then just not ever knowing where you're going and just having this do it for me it was super duper nice exactly i've burned my throat so many times i've taken like too low of a temp dab and like had to reheat it the cleanup it sucks you know if you don't have like q-tips or anything like that but that was so simple it was a lot smaller than i thought it was gonna be but i like it we got a lot out of the little bit we put in there which was cool I would say diameter is about the size of a standard can and the height is maybe a standard can plus four inches at the top, give or take. Yeah, definitely. Like right in your cup holder. Oh, for sure. Can yeah. go in there. Very chill. We were talking about before going into it a little bit, battle scars from getting shit too hot mm-hmm. and just eliminating that at this source is also wonderful because the open flame just scares the shit out of me. Yeah. And I've burned myself. I have a scar from burning myself on the banger and i have friends that like have hurt themselves pretty bad on bangers uh i'm so clumsy and is that glass yeah that's glass yeah up top here but i feel like it's be pretty hard to break unless you like hit something off of it i can't imagine even if you dropped it you know it'd still be pretty solid dropping it for sure i feel like it would automatically go for the base and that would Mm -hmm. be the thing to break first of somehow in there because it is so bottom heavy yeah that i don't see the glass hitting at all almost it would almost just straight fall true and something like that would happen right kind of bring back what you mentioned the only thing i found hard in cleaning it is sometimes getting what what did you call this top piece what is that called usually um like the carb cap Carb cap, all right, cool. I think. Like the yeah. top. I mean, yeah. bangers have them for sure as well. Right. But if you don't clean it pretty often, you'll get what I think is condensation of, you know, the vapor coming up and then sealing it mm-hmm. right to the top of that dude. And yeah. there's times you go like this to try to get it off and the entire thing from this, like the entire the ch- thing. chamber comes off. The whole thing comes up and off of it and you're just oh, like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> True. So, kind of like a bong, I'm I'm not going to listen to my own fucking rule, but I will say, trying to do it more regularly will stop giant disasters in the mm-hmm. future. True. And that's what I say to do, but I don't fucking do it myself, you know? Like, yeah. my bong's not the cleanest. It could be cleaner. Right. Definitely. Do you like... That's the Puffco original, not the Plus. Yeah. I okay. think they just or the it Pro. The, it's not the Pro. The Pro. Do you wish you got the Pro or no? Sometimes I have heard about it. Uh, The thing that I like the most is right now, even though, as you could tell, there's nothing hot about it. There's nothing 
on about it. No mm-hmm. lights, no nothing, but it is on. And right. until I purposely turn it off, it will stay on, and then okay. the battery will die. Oh. On the other one that we're talking about, the Pro or the Plus then, the, the, the one a little bit bigger and a little bit more expensive, it will eventually be like, oh, he must want me to chill out, and he'll just go to sleep, if you right. will. I like that. I like that this does have a session mode. Mm-hmm. So if you felt as we were going, if you felt a buzz and I wanted to go, you just double click and it keeps the party going. Mm-hmm. With theirs, it's like, nah, dude, stay at whatever degree and we're going to dab for the next 10 minutes. And you oh. hit, hit it on your phone and it's just like, yeah. I will be exactly 400, whatever the whatever it needs to be. Right. I find that cool. Do I need that? No, because I find a little, literally a little dab will do me. I mean, that was enough. That was the sesh for me. That was big. I mean, we all got a puff out of it. That was, yeah. So that was just on the red. That's the other thing. That's the difference of, I know I have four different heats. I don't know exactly what they are with this one, because the big thing about it is the Bluetooth technology. Mm Mm-hmm with your phone so i could be like oh green is actually this and if i wanted even a little bit lighter you know what i mean you can, you can be like 400 or whatever 450 you think that's where it starts yeah i have no idea i, I was not saying numbers at all because i don't know how <laughs> don't hot shit know. gets i yeah i'm not sure either honestly i thought it was around like that maybe that's too hot i don't know <laughs> but that you don't know exactly what temps those are no for the the four different ones yes um, and red is the hottest no, it could go one hotter than what we had at white. White. So we were the third one up. And usually I only use white when I'm trying to, I told you there could have been a film right before we started our session. Like if I really want to burn the motherfucker out before I clean it, mm. I'll go all the way white. And before is all the way done cooling. That's uh-huh. when I'll hit it with a Q-tip full of alcohol, alcohol just to really get it going. True. And also, too, just to give a shout out to another coworker, he sent me this because we were talking about it. They're coming out with a new one, or they have a new one, the Peak Pro into Glow. That's right. Dude, look at this motherfucker. It's like purple and shit. Oh, my goodness. So from top to bottom, it's like purple and a little bit of blue. A center. It's like spiral. Oh, of the actual glass piece? Yeah, it yeah. seems to be, oh, it seems to be like fucking textured, actually. Like, Oh, my God. That's pretty awesome, yeah. And is that like pure aesthetic? It must be like a limited edition thing. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. It does. It looks so cool. But looks like futuristic. Is it four hundred forty nine ninety nine? Cool. No. That's yeah. That's (laughs) intense, dude. I mean, if I had the money, free payments of one twelve fifty. So that's kind of cool. But yeah, better. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's more doable, definitely. But uh, if I had the money, I would buy it. It's sick. Yeah. Because yeah. if you just get the Opal Peak Pro, that's 420 on the nose. And that just, it looks very similar, but the inside seems to have some sort okay. of. And the the regular Peak Pro is 400. The so Peak... you're paying 50 extra dollars for it Opal. to look really cool. Yep. That's exactly what it seems like. I like that. That's not bad. People will pay that. If you're dropping 400, yeah, what's, what's 450 bucks to make it look like really cool? I would have to agree with that. Yeah. So it does look cool. We'll give a shout out. Thank you so much to uh, Nepa MMJ underscore Baker. Send me that. We were talking about that at job the other day. Cool guy. And that's also really good looking. Yeah. That looks super cool. Now, what we had in there was some Farm RX stuff. We had some mm-hmm. pot of gold. How would you feel about that? I really liked it. It tastes amazing, especially out of that. I thought it tastes really good. Uh, it seemed a little, you said it was a sauce. It was a sauce. Yeah. Pot of gold sauce. It seemed a little dry for a sauce, um, but I thought it tasted really good. I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling really chill. Yeah. I have to give myself a knock on the head of dummies of just like, should have kept the box so we could read what was really doing it for us. <laughs> oh, true. I kind of thought it was going to be on the inside one. No, for uh, Farmer X, it's on the outside packaging. Right. And I was just like a kid on Christmas, so excited to get it out of there. I think I just literally tore into it like a fucking infant trying to get into the Oreos. Mm. Did you like that one? Which one? That was a pot of gold. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I am curious to ask you, though, about the dryness of it because the only other one that i had that i actually had like three grams in a row of Mm -hmm. was the garlic cookies by grassroots yeah and that i kind of found this one to be even wetter than that so i'm wondering like how dry that was or like what's the wettest kind of stuff like i mean a sauce should be pretty wet 
even batters and butter should be a little wet if they have a lot of terps, I think. That seemed pretty dry. I've had sauces that are like goopy. Like it's like literally like picking up like jam. You know what I mean? Whoa, it's kind of okay. like that kind of feel. Um, but no, I I don't know. That seemed a little like drier. Uh, have you had any other Farmer X concentrates? No, no. No, that was the first one? Yeah. Does that Does it feel worth the price? Like taking the step up? I think so. Just okay. because we were talking about the smell, the aroma of it mm-hmm. is really great. And then that also matches the taste. Right. Which, in my opinion, is hard to do all the time. You're like, you'll smell something really good and you'll just be like, meh. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just not there. Mm-hmm. I think also the piece helps. Having a clean chamber really helps bring out a lot of that as well. True. Um, maybe also having some sort of, not tolerance, but... What's I built up? Like I said, I literally loved garlic cookies so much. I had three grams in a row, and that was a heavy one. Yeah, really heavy. Yeah, super, super. Did that kill your tolerance nice. a little bit? Maybe. Or what's the word that I'm thinking of? Oversaturated. You know, okay. like at the first one, I was just like amazing, and at the end of the second one, when I bought the third one, thinking, "Oh, it's the last one. Who knows when I'll see it again?" Oh, uh, I was like, "Huh." It wasn't doing as much. Correct. It was so a, then like, strain lock kind of thing strain lock that's perfect yeah that's that's the best way to describe it by the end i was just like okay it's something new yeah yeah so it's definitely something new and now whether or not that's affected by the higher price or just uh if it is higher quality then Mm -hmm. too but and it does smell so good so good and it's 90 bucks a gram right 89 90 ish for a live i mean that's a lot that's hard to justify um Definitely, especially with other brands like twenty dollars cheaper, it's hard to get anybody to really buy those. You know, yeah. Was that before or after the drop? I'm not sure. That that must be before the drop. I'm not. I don't know because I haven't really sold one. I can't. I don't remember what they dropped to. I can only imagine it being a couple bucks cheaper. Still, eighty five bucks a gram is up there compared that's up to there. others yeah. yeah definitely so for some reference what can you think of another one that would if somebody's thinking about like 89 what's a cheap one then um i mean if you want to stick with live cresco has lives at what like 65 now mm-hmm. which 20 dollars cheaper gonna be pretty solid especially uh, you know? when you can get a gram for that of flour in between like yeah. you know that means getting flour or not in some yeah. cases some brands yeah 65 um everything's really under that i guess at that point but yeah hard to justify that that extra 20 bucks but you know especially with it being so hit or miss it's like you don't even know with a lot of strains in this program um because you can't see it you don't know how it's going to be you know what i mean you go oh, trial and error yeah, yeah. and it's hard to get somebody who is doing trial and error to buy spend 90 dollars on something that could not work for them or not even be good so yeah, having an employee discount definitely helped bring oh, yeah, that price definitely. down. Where I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty manageable. And I've never, every time I've got PharmaRx, I haven't had like a bad experience, I don't think. It's always like, okay, I see. Like this is, this <laughs> feels see. like okay. the top shelf, you know, to me. Yeah. Um, to me at least. Uh, I think it's worth it to like, if you're going to spend the money and you know you want to get the a good product for sure, it's probably a safe bet to go with them, you know, with a lot of things. I do. And I actually trust your opinion at this about work all the time where you can obviously tell my ignorance of coming into this, having four grams in all of a concentrate and three of them being the same fucking one. Cause I realize in life that I am that guy where it's like, if I hear a song, I'm like, Oh, that was good. And I'll yeah. listen to that motherfucker until I drive it into the ground. You right. know, ask my best friend Roy about that shit. And just like certain songs growing up, he was just like, yep. don't you want to hear anything else on the CD? And I'm like, nah, just crank Listen. number one again, you know? Yeah. Uh, shit like that would happen quite often. So like I did that with the garlic cookies. Yeah. What I'm trying to kind of round robin and say is like, I trust you for that. So even if a patient comes in, it's like, what do you like? I'm like, uh, Andrew, can you come and step in just because I trust your opinion? Yeah. Want to spread that more here? So you already kind of gave a farm RX review, if you will. But mm. what's another kind of one for anybody who would come in? Like, I need something good, kind of putting you on the spot. But okay. what would you say right now? What would you say? Like, you're trying to get some flour? Oh, no. I mean, for concentrates. For concentrates. Yeah. Oh, um, well, it depends. If you were trying to do something live, 
you know. Um, well, go ahead. What's yeah. that mean, man? Um, so live would be, uh, they would just pull it straight from the plant. I'm pretty sure. Um, and then cured, I guess would be if they use like a, like a secondary ingredient to get it or some, something like that. Live is usually some just sort of extractant. Yeah. Process. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's just not as good quality, I guess, you know, you don't get a lot of those terps usually in like the, um, the live most of the time I recommend Cresco cause I've always had a good experience with them. If people are really looking into Terps, like Farmer X really usually has really high Terps. Um, Cresco usually has really high Terps, like I mentioned. Um, Rhythm has some really nice high testing, um, like cured crumbles and stuff like that. People seem to like those because they're usually really high THC um, and like 60 bucks for a gram is it's pretty nice. Um, if anybody's looking on like the cheaper side, I always recommend Double Bear their concentrates you know they get me with names sometimes and i i often say don't do that but then i do it you know yeah. where it's like princess leia <laughs> i want to try it just because it's called princess leia you right, know what i mean true. i haven't tried any of the uh the grassroots concentrates that know. garlic cookies was really good and there was another one that people just got really excited for that came in that went out very quickly as well oh I can't tell you which one it is. We can get back to that. Yeah. Another point, remember. but shit. Yeah. Somebody was like, somebody got it and then went back in and was like, look. And then all of a sudden it was just kind of flying. Right. Yeah. My favorite concert that I've ever gotten was from PharmaRx. Um, it was like Appalachian Tree Spirit. Whoa. Live Batter. I like that I believe name. it was. Definitely a batter. And it was like 14% Terps. Um, and it was like super wet, super nice, tasted amazing. Probably one of my favorites. The last concentrate I got was Outer Space Butter from Cresco. And that one tastes amazing too. And I usually don't go too crazy into like sativas. I was going to ask. Yes, yeah. that is true. But that one was really good. I loved it. And I don't know. It just tastes so good. I'll try yeah. that one next because I was looking at that the other day and that one looked really good. I was comparing that to the Durban. Right. And I think the outer space just also looked really high in mirror scene mm -hmm. where I was like, interesting. All right, let's try this out. I think, I want to say the first one I got was a Cresco one. It was a butter, honey boo crossed with lime skunk. Ooh. And like honey boo is like supposed to be like heavy indica, lime skunk, like sativa. That one tasted amazing because I had like the terpinaline and like the myrcene combo. So like the terp I always thought terpinaline tastes the best of like all or smelled the best of all like the terpenes to me. Mm. Every time I got flour with terpinaline, it's like, oh, like super like citrusy floral, like kind of smell like really sharp, you know? I would, that's how I would actually describe this pot of gold is super sharp. Yeah. I like it. Mm -hmm. I wish I kept that fucking box. Got it. <laughs> Was it terpy? Yeah. 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 I think when we were doing numbers, it was like eight, 8% 8 maybe. Nice. Because I was looking at that, it was me and another person standing in the back. Because again, you know, I'm not shy to say that I am very ignorant myself in it. I can read the box and understand it and help people make decisions. But like, mm -hmm. what do you think? I didn't personally try it, blah, blah. So I was standing there like, what would you get today? And we were just looking at different stuff. And at the end of the day, I was looking for higher terps and 8% was, it was a lot. So right. I really think it's pungent and flavorful, which yeah. I was talking about. It's hard to get both sometimes. Like you can get something that smells super rocking, mm. but doesn't For always sure. hit you like this one did. Definitely. Is it lasting you a while? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's the other great thing. And again, I'm not sponsored, though I would like to be, about this is it just keeps going. Oh, yeah. You know, you could just kind of keep running it before it starts to get too filmy. And if you just keep dropping a little bit at a time, mm -hmm. it's it's kind of like oiling a iron like a what's right. what a oh i don't know skillet a skillet or <laughs> something like that i don't know anyway you're supposed to keep those nice and buttered with fat to make sure that you don't ever clear off oh okay i'm trying to make an analogy and it's not going well. sorry <laughs> yeah. about that i'll be sorry uh but it is good shit we will be trying some other stuff oh yeah we had some flour too what were we smoking did i tell you oh yeah shout out to uh pa medspoker 420 i think his name is on instagram sorry man but he let me know we got some gelato jet fuel down at ethos yeah it's my first time there have you been there no i haven't it I've was interesting it, it was it was interesting yeah what well, how did it feel different than what we do like the process was it like a line 
Yeah, I don't know if I was just busy when I got there, but imagine our place with like six people in it. Yeah. And like that first initial room is probably smaller than ours even, which you were like, really? You know what I mean? Like that must be really small. Yeah, imagine ours without that little recess in which you can go to the water fountains. Right. And maybe only two chairs. Oh, okay. So imagine it much thinner and just like a line of chairs and only people on one side. It was it was just a little tight. Right. And then they check people in and then just send them right through. Just send them right through. Right. And then you go and get in a line? Yeah. You oh, can okay. go and get in another line and then. You're kind of waiting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I had a to-go order, which is fine. But I wondered, you know, we both know that sometimes you get people who just want to chat and look and mm-hmm. ask questions. So I didn't see where they came in and out of or how that worked. Oh, true. There's a big glass up. No, no glass, no, no oh, nothing. Wow. That's interesting. We do stuff a little weird, apparently, yeah, because I haven't seen our type of conditions, if you will, any mm-hmm. other place, because sometimes when we're checking people in, they'll like just give you their ID and go and walk away, and I'll be like, what the fuck are you doing that for? Hold on, I'm going to give it back right. to you. There's a lot of little things like that. Like, I go to other places, and they keep my ID where I'm standing there looking at them, like, give that shit back to me, and they're like, we'll give it back to you later, yeah. and I'm like, oh. Or like, All right, sorry. you have to show your proof to get the discount every time at some other places and you know oh yeah we're we're just like now once a year we'll keep it on your profile until then understood yeah no that is weird yeah we'll see we'll see how it goes as other things kind of come up and around of -hmm. what we're doing at our place but so far things are a little bit different and i'm cool with changes so far seeming to definitely help yeah definitely um i'm excited for the future me too yeah so we'll keep that for further episodes. We can definitely come back to that. And I, I don't know. But that just about wraps us up inside the bud section. Always want to know what everybody on the other side listening is smoking on. So be sure to drop a comment. Find us on Instagram, not on Twitter right now. They kicked me off. Can't fucking reset the password. So if you're hitting us up on Twitter, we're not there right now, but we'll get that shit going. YouTube comments, all that fun shit. We are going to now enter into the bro section where we're going to talk about a little bit of Thanksgiving. So we have that coming up as of now, as of recording exactly one week to the day. Just want to talk to you like, do you you like Thanksgiving right off the bat? I like Thanksgiving. Um, Last couple years, I've just cooked for myself um, and like a friend. And I don't know. I'll have like a Friendsgiving with friends and stuff. Um, but this year I'm going over to my partner's family for Thanksgiving. So that should be interesting. Most of the time it's just like me at my house, just making this huge dinner, but I don't know. I like cooking. So I probably will still do that as well. Nice. Yeah. This is my second Thanksgiving in this house. So my first one, we didn't, I didn't go anywhere and I just made what I called a fast food thanksgiving okay so it was craft mac and cheese it was stovetop like it was all boxed stuff mashed potatoes the turkey i got was like a turkey roast it's called and it just comes in like a little heated pan that goes in the oven for like four hours or some shit like that and it's already gravied up and yeah super easy yeah it's like a loaf you yeah. know what i mean okay. there's the, it's not turkey it's a loaf of something smothered in gravy okay so that was my thing last year and it sounded really good in my head and at the end of the day i did miss a traditional so this year i am looking forward to doing what i think is going to be the routine for thanksgiving because it's hard like you know finding that balance sometimes so i think we're going to try to go to my house early for some sort of giant breakfast okay to watch the parade you fuck with the parade uh the macy's one yeah. Is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't really watch it. It's not a tradition for me. Is that one for you? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, okay. I love that shit. I still yeah. love waking up and watching that shit. Really? Yeah. No, that was never a tradition. That's. But yeah. I was, I've seen it. I mean, you know, but no. I like it even yeah. now. And now it's kind of getting fucked up. I mean, I'm 31. I don't think I'm old, but I am in that point where I watch and I'm like, who the fuck are these people? Like, I know Al Roker. I know the people hosting, but they're like, and now musical guests. And I'm just like, who the fuck are they? (laughs) But, you know, Spider-Man still is in a giant balloon and he'll come down. The Red Ranger usually does too. And like the shit that excited me when I was young, I'm still like, look, it's a giant Red Ranger balloon. (laughs) Like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. No, I I never really watched it. Like maybe like a couple times it's been on, but no, it was never like a thing to watch for my family or 
my friends or anything. And then right after that, I don't know how long it's been going on or if it's whatever. The dog show comes on right after that. Oh, the dog show. Yeah, it's like like the dog show. Of the The, world. Of at least the United States. Oh, okay, okay. If at least us up to, I think it's like the Yukonuba AKC, the American Kennel Club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The American AKC dog show and shit. And there's five different, hmm. six different, seven different breeds. I don't know. There's like a working breed. There's a toy breed. There's like a hound breed, I think, and shit. And they're like, look at all these motherfucking dogs. And then some person's like, this one, this one, and this one. Okay. And then they all do another lap and they're like, all right, this one's the winner. And they're like, okay. And then, that shit happens all over again. And then at the end, it is those seven. They're like, that one's the best dog in the world. And we're like, ah. <laughs> Do you watch that every year too? I try. Yeah, I get such a. It just a... stays on usually. Oh, yeah. Doing stuff. Oh, absolutely. Nice. Usually too. Yeah. Because for as long. I mean, no. Not in Kenilworth. The previous town I lived in. Like growing, growing up in Garwood though, we had a TV in the kitchen. Mm. And now in their house, now they have a tiny TV in the kitchen. So usually my mom and I would be cooking and that shit would be happening and just watching. And the biggest part of it, you know, if we couldn't catch the whole thing or whatever, you know, it wasn't like, what are we going to do? Right. It was, however, for the last minute, spoiler alert, sir, I'm sorry, Mm. Santa Claus shows up. The one and only closes the Thanksgiving Day Parade every single year is Santa Claus with Mrs. Claus and the sleigh and the reindeer comes down and... He's always there doing his thing of like, oh, ho, ho, and shit. And like, that was the part that quote unquote meant something as a family unit because Christmas was really cool. And we're like, all right, it's, it it is Christmas season. You know, that, that time is upon us. It's Thanksgiving and shit. Right. So, so that, that's, that's the part. Is it the same guy every year, Santa Claus? Dude, I wondered. I don't know. We should get some screenshots. I'm told that quite often as quite a burly, grizzly man my sister often says to me if you go all the way white you'll make a killing dude a santa claus yeah dude you should do it oh, i would love it <laughs> you would love it to be santa claus in the thanksgiving day macy's oh thanksgiving God, day parade and this thing that i've been watching hell cheering millions are watching you watching me hell Kids yeah are like that's santa claus absolutely wow yeah that's gotta be a good feeling if I'm not mistaken, I kind of got a little bit of that of like my sister was with my second youngest, the middle child, and she said that they were talking about, oh, Santa's coming. And he just got quiet and he goes, because I was also coming there that day. Mm-hmm. And he goes, is Uncle Nick Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> and he just whispered really yeah. seriously to her. What if you were? You're just like off duty right now. Because I think the movie, The Santa Claus, also paints this picture of like an off-duty Santa Claus right. where just around December, he gets fat and white-haired and right. Christmassed up and he's ready to go. And all the other time, he's Tim Allen and shit. Yeah. Are you Santa Claus? I w- Dude, I'd do it. <laughs> if somebody had to do it, I think I'd do it. Hell yeah. Yeah, you'd do it. Yeah. That seems kind of hard, but fun. <laughs> yeah. But also, again, if we're going Tim Allen style, it doesn't oh, yeah. seem like he does a lot. No. No. I just get to be magical and shit. That'd be fun. That'd be sweet. I also like, too, uh, have you ever seen Rise of the Guardians? Rise of the Guardians? Yeah, DreamWorks made a movie out of it. It's even a book series. Mm. No, I don't think so. No. So the movie all centers around Jack Frost, but they have a Santa Claus figure in it, and he's just big, and he's all tattooed up, so he's got naughty tattooed here and nice tattooed here. wow. So when he folds his arms, it says that and he's just this big Russian guy and just like running around with two swords and like the big kind of Russian fur hat and coat and stuff. And wow. that version of Santa Claus, I'm like, I would totally be Santa Claus <laughs> for that. Cool. Yeah, it is pretty dope. Uh, another good tradition to definitely bring up in this show is the last minute errand. So if. Thanksgiving was happening. Some sort of family would happen, but it would always be great when other show co-host brother Johnny was coming to hang out. Mm. And damn, dude, if we did not find something that needed to go get picked up, like, oh, you need that? We'll go because we'd always have something rolled and we would walk (laughs) there and come back just higher than anything else. Just going, is it time to eat now? Definitely. Oh, yeah. I love smoking before Thanksgiving. 
It's one of the best, dude. Yeah. It, it really is. Because it just, it, it is. It is awesome. Would it be awesome without it? Yes. Could I live without it? Of course. Yeah. However, we have it, and it's Thanksgiving. That's right. what I'm thankful for. And I'm off of work. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's cool. I also want to show you, have you ever seen the meme of like, hey, do you think we smell like weed? Nah, two motherfuckers who smell like weed. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's two guys or two people, really. I don't know. Hmm. In that army fatigue stuff that goes past camouflage and it's like wavy and it looks like bushes. Mm -hmm. So essentially it looks like two giant nugs of weed walking around. (laughs) Yeah. I thought that's good enough. (laughs) But like that's how I felt like we were like, oh, you think anybody knows? Nah, we're solid. We're solid as hell. And then just we'd hit the side door and just be like, they're back. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Especially if you don't smoke or aren't around weed at all. I mean, it's going to smell as soon as you like somebody walks by, you know. Kind of backtracking and talking about work, though. I do like that of like a new patient Mm -hmm. who's not familiar and they go, oh, it's quite potent in here, pungent or something like that. Yeah. Like, really? I don't smell anything don't smell anymore, it. you know? Sometimes well, when we're going in and out of drawers and like you get that waft in the right. face, you can kind of get something. I was going to say, I don't really smell it as much anymore. The first like week I was there, I was like, wow. Like, it's not, like, as soon as you walk in, you smell it, you know? But now I'm just so used to it. I don't really smell it as much. Except like you said, when you open a drawer or like, Opening like a bin of something. Yeah, that's really nice when that happens. Like we have a huge bin of like a bunch of flour and you open it up and like, whoa, you know. One of the vendors drops off in what are essentially giant Ziploc bags. And when you first open that motherfucker, yeah, super nice. I like <laughs> it's, that. It is cool. Uh, what a world. You have any good Thanksgiving? Uh, what What do you like to cook? What, what What's those that word I was thinking of? Recipes. There we go. Okay. Definitely mashed potatoes. Mm. Gotta have mashed potatoes. I like to do like kind of a stuffing. Um, depends. I don't usually make stuffing. It's usually like box stuffing if I can find it. That's like vegetarian. That's uh, a good point to bring up for anybody listening. Yeah, you get to do fun stuff because you're vegetarian. So right. any vegetarian, I was going to say veggies out there. <laughs> any vegetarians who are listening, like you can yeah. totally get something right now. Right. And then for like the meat, I. A couple times I did the tofurkey. I like that one. That one's pretty good. Um, also got like a, there's this one brand called Field Roast. They had like a celebration roast that I did one time. It's a little smaller, but like one or two people, it's nice. Um, and then at least a couple veggie sides, maybe like a mac and cheese. I don't know. I Pretty classic corn probably. You okay with box mac and cheese or would you do a homemade? I would do a, a homemade. Nice. Yeah, definitely. I know how to make a, a decent cheese sauce, I think, for like a mac and cheese. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, if you were vegan, then that'd be much harder. I wonder how vegan cheese would taste. I Not so bad. No? I No, I don't think so. I would um, try it if you made it. Eh, it's, nah. it's different. It's different. <laughs> you know, if you like cheese, it's definitely way different. Some of them are really close, I will say. Yeah. For sure. Hmm. Um, when I was first vegetarian, the partner, my ex-partner, she was vegan and um we would cook primarily vegan and like i've tried making cheese like cashew cheese i think is pretty good pretty Whoa, close okay. i'm now currently allergic to tree nuts so i can't have any more cashews but i thought always thought that was pretty good daya that's like a cheese kind of or like a vegan kind of company um they had vegan cheese and that was like the main brand for a while but like eh, it has like a specific taste it's kind of weird chow is a good cheese brand for vegan cheese i thought theirs was like the closest i could find especially for burgers um if you're trying to make burgers but yeah for thanksgiving it's just classic turkey well turkey or ham kind of thing mashed potatoes corn um stuffing extras carrots maybe roasted carrots yeah i need some Um, carrots yeah and then i'll get like the cranberry jam can thing um do like a dessert pumpkin pie is easy I don't know. I fuck with pumpkin pie all the time. Yeah. I love me some motherfucking pumpkin pie. Whipped cream. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, I was sitting eating whipped cream just straight out of the can the other day. That and maraschino cherries. Like I wanted a sundae and then I was like, I actually don't want ice cream. I just want the top parts. So I had like about three or four maraschino cherries. Like I'd put a cherry in my mouth. I'd squirt a little whipped cream. I called it an express sundae. Mm. It was like the pinnacle of fat, but I was also pretty happy as I did it. 
last time I had a whipped cream can, I didn't even finish half the thing. I just like jokingly was doing like whippets and then joking whippets became into real whippets. (laughs) (laughs) I want that on a shirt. (laughs) Joking whippets became real whippets. (laughs) And then, you know, I got like uh, a half full whipped cream can that doesn't work. But, you know. I did that at the very end of a whipped cream can for the first time. I don't think my wife had ever seen it. It was all the way at the end and she goes to throw it out. I go, bro. And she looks at me like, the fuck can I do? And I just like, and I hunch over to make sure I get everything out. Like, it looks super nefarious, but at the same time, like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And just, and she's looking at me and I just automatically do get the wobble just like oh shit it right out and she's like what happened i was like it's a whipping she goes what was that i was like oh it's a whipping i always think of two things when i think of that have you ever seen uh waiting oh yeah yeah where andy milanakis and the other guy are just Mm. passed out in the freezer after doing whippets like the one girl's trying to make a sunday and it just keeps coming out she goes freaking nick and t-dog and they're just passed out And then the other one is so much scarier because it's real life of Steve-O, that Steve-O, Jackass Steve-O, the rise and demise of his, that's what his documentary is called of him with a homemade whipped cream canister. So for those who haven't seen it, it is just a giant canister, but you need little CO2. Nitrous tanks. Nitrous tanks, sorry. Yeah. So if you don't put any cream in it, you just get a straight delivery of that. And it's him like putting one on just... And then taking it off and putting a new one on without right. releasing. So it's like. Yeah. And then Super him dark. just yeah. shaking and like making this noise of like. Yeah. Oh, God. So dark. It is super dark. I'm yeah. so happy he's alive and doing so well. Right. Me too. That uh, that um, documentary is so real. Super yeah. Real. I can't believe he filled, filmed everything, you know, that he did. But. Turned out just being the best thing for, like, not me. Right. In the long run, it ended up working out for him because now he makes a living off those videos and stuff like that and right. showing, like, having a Steve O YouTube channel, like, the 10 times I fucked over my neighbor the worst. Right. Where other people fucked over their neighbor and just, like, don't have that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he has all the footage. Yeah. It ended up working out for him pretty okay. Right. I think he's also vegetarian now. Yeah. Right? I think so. Right. I wonder, because I'm pretty sure I heard him talking about what we were just talking about as well. What are they, um, Tofurkeys? Yeah. I have a story about that. Have you heard of, is there Trader Joe's out here? Mm-mm. I think they're owned by the same people who's owned by Aldi. So maybe that's why there's no Aldi's in New Jersey and only Trader oh. Joe's. I don't know. I see. However, family friends slash like conservatives slash vegetarians were like, Trader Joe's sucks because they throw shit out before the expiration date. And there's one by your house, and we're going to pick up some Thanksgiving stuff that they throw out. Do you want to come with us? And I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. So we literally hopped a fence to like get these giant bags that were stacked by the dumpster of just tofurkey. I took home like nine tofurkeys. Oh my god! And Did you just, like them? They were okay. Right. It was. It if was. You, if you couldn't have turkey, good su- substitute. You think? Absolutely. Yeah, now as my wife is a vegetarian, I wouldn't mind trying it again because some of the stuff that they do is amazing. Like that Dunkin' Donuts fake meat was amazing. You like that? Did you try the uh, the Starbucks one? The Impossible. No. That one, I think, way better than uh, Dunkin'. Even though like Starbucks still does like, it's kind of already like pre-packaged sandwich. You know what I mean? And Dunkin' puts it together. That one tastes so much better. They still have it. Like some of Starbucks, try it. I'm saying you will not. I think it tastes just like sausage. Um, I like the Dunkin' one. I thought it was like kind of more filling and kind of like heartier, but the, I thought the Impossible one from Starbucks tastes way better. Yeah, that's my problem. I don't, I'm never in a Starbucks. When yeah. I went to Wilkes, like Wilkes has one in their little community center oh, kind of welcome yeah. thing. So in a pinch, if I couldn't run down to the Dunkin', right. I would go there, but. Maybe next time, because I know people at work are usually like, hey, I'm going there. Do you want something? Maybe. Yeah. It's a nice little sandwich. I think it's dope. And Duncan doesn't have the Beyond Sausage anymore. Which Talkers. Sucks. Yeah. Because I was living on that for a little bit. Same. <laughs> yeah. And that. I'm not even, I wasn't even doing it for anything other than I thought it was fucking delicious, was especially really from Duncan. Yeah. Because Duncan to me, everything tastes the same. It does. It's, everything tastes exactly the same. It has like, 
I don't even know if it's like the frozen kind of like wrap, like, or like just the wrapper or what it is, but it does all taste the same. It's like no seasoning all like has a certain Duncan taste, all the food. Yes. Yeah. yeah and I can't stand Except it. Except the hash browns. Hash browns have always been pretty fire. I all think right. maybe yeah. I'll have to give those a go and just double check them. Double check. I think they're good. Yeah. On the, if they're done right, I will say I love the hash browns and they're so cheap. They're like a dollar or 89 cents or something like that. Hmm. Yeah. Now the final thing I want to talk about here is uh, kind of on the opposite end of what is a tofurkey. Have you ever heard of a turducken? No. One year we tried it. Maybe it was for Christmas, but whatever. It's a turkey that has a duck in it. And in that duck, no, turducken. So it's a turkey with a duck in it. And in that duck is a chicken. Or maybe it's a turkey with a chicken in it, and in that chicken is a duck. Okay. Um, it's one of those. The turkey's definitely on the outside. Right. And in between the turkey, chicken, duck layers are like some sort of Creole sausage kind of deal. Nuts. It was pretty insane. I do remember it being a big event, and I do also remember it being pretty good. Was it good? Yeah. However, I do also just remember having the same feeling that I feel like you're conveying with your face of like, ew, a little bit. Just like, <laughs> like yeah. that seems a little fucking excessive, <laughs> yeah, no? it does. <laughs> it seems like a little too far. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, are we that much of carnivores that we really <laughs> yeah. need four I, meats right now? I need to take the bird and stuff it with another bird, but also layer it with pig and then stuff more bird in it. I don't want my birds to touch. There has to be yeah. other white meat in between right. them. It's also like when you're eating, it's like, am I getting duck or chicken or turkey? Do those flavors, did they taste good together? Uh, duck 100% came through. There was no mistaking that's like that. Gamey. It's gamey and sometimes it could be, it's definitely a fattier chicken or oh, okay. a fattier fowl. I mean to say if it definitely, in my opinion, has that. Whereas chicken and turkey sometimes. Yeah. Especially if it's really white meat chicken, where I'm just like, no idea. No. I got nothing. Yeah, no, I have no idea what's happening. Yeah, true. But we only did it the once, and I would never do it again. I just love telling people about it, especially if they <laughs> haven't heard about it, just to get that look of like, right. fucking really, America? Is that what we did? did it do? take all day to it, cook? It was, yeah. Like two days? Wow. Yeah. And now, too, really quick, if you'll, what's the word? If you'll bear with me, I do kind of want to know what they cost now. You buy them pre-made. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you make them. Oh, no. Oh, they're pre-made, huh? Is Does this, like, where does that come from? Is that an American thing? Yeah, you have to buy, yeah, they're pre-made. Yeah, I think you have to go pick them up. I don't know yeah. if they get sent there or if somebody else did. I don't know. So Did that come from, like, the I remember States going now? in, yeah, I remember going to uh, King's was the name of the supermarket chain mm. to get it and in oh. our town that quote-unquote meant something or in our region because there was only one like there was a shit ton of path marks and shop rates and shit like that but this was like the smaller niche global one you know what i'm trying right. to say like yeah saying. it's a chain but at the same time you can be like you can go there and find weird shit like pastes and oh, exotic okay. kind of stuff as well as your pepsis and your cokes and shit like that but if you needed a goddamn turducken you can also go there for some reason okay wow outside the united states and canada it is known as three bird roast so no it's not even good luckin is a traditional english variant replacing the turkey with goose oh okay gross so that's, that's like a weird. british tradition to yeah. do something like that mm-hmm. huh so it's a deboned chicken stuffed into a deboned duck further stuff into a deboned turkey so you yeah, okay. chicken and a duck duck and a turkey interesting yeah it might be a little too far so as you could see here, just the top one, turducken.com even, motherfucker. That's crazy. They have their it's own literal, dot com. Literal, it's a brand. That's crazy. Oh, I didn't know it was a brand. So go to turducken.com and you could see the layers of what goes on in between there and shit. Temporarily out of stock. Too many orders. We apologize for the inconvenience, but due to inventory surges. All right, yeah. but will it tell me how much that it costs? Okay. Bringing you the best price on the web, one nineteen ninety nine delivered straight to your door anywhere in the USA. 
the continental USA. Can you imagine? $120. Can you imagine that being your job? Stuffing all those chickens into ducks, into turkeys. Into, Someone's got to do it. Somebody's got to. It's got to get done. Someone's doing <laughs> it right fucking now, maybe. Them right now. That's, right now, they're out of stock. Somebody's got to put them back in stock. It's happening. guess so, man. 120 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But to be honest, I don't know why. Maybe I'm a little bit jaded. That's not horrible. That's pretty nice dinner. How much is a turkey? I don't even, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Honestly, do you know how much a turkey is? No. No? What, like 30 bucks maybe? Does that sound? I don't know. Hey, Alexa, how much is a turkey? Oh, you got Alexa here? Yeah. Sorry, I'm not sure. Even oh. Alexa doesn't Alexa know. Alexa has no idea. That's amazing. Usually <laughs> yeah. that bitch knows everything. <laughs> yeah, she'll try a Google search or something or whatever she does. Yeah, I, I don't know how she gets her information, but even no. Okay. The most I know about turkeys is, like I said, I tur- I cooked with my mom a lot growing up, and I'm usually a big fan of brining your turkey. Brining is that with vinegar? Yeah, or okay. some something acidic for oh, sure. Okay. So I would go with both apple cider vinegar, but mm-hmm. mostly apple cider. Okay, and just we bought a one of those orange things that you usually see at the side of sporting events that usually eventually get dumped on the coaches. Oh, like a cooler. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one of those fits a pretty decent sized turkey. And then it also obviously is water resistant or water tight and stuff right. like that. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, going out and getting one and hoping it was cold enough and just leaving it outside in the frigid for like two or three days. Oh, wow. Just sitting in all this stuff, you know, throw some cloves in there, some cinnamon sticks. And what does that do to it? It just really lets it sink through. Okay. So if you do it, one year we did it with a cranberry juice and it dyed some of the meat pink and people were like, did you not cook this all the way? Because every, like all the way through, the meat had soaked in some of the color and it was pink. Wow. And we just were like, we were really like, oh my God, what's that? No. So if anybody's listening, that that happens. Yeah. That can happen. (laughs) And it makes it like juicy. Yeah. Okay. And flavorful. The white meat even is really just like, in this case, it was super appley. You know, it, oh. it, everything kind of came through. That's cool. It was. It was super good. Nice. With yeah. that, guys, what's everybody else having for Thanksgiving? I know it's a little bit early, but send pictures, tag us in all the Instagrams, Facebooks, leave a comment down below if you're on YouTube. But with that, we are going to exit on out of this bro section and enter into the superhero section where the first time we're talking about Scott Pilgrim versus the world. <laughs> So like we said this week, talking about Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Came out in 2010. Can't believe it's been that long already. Rated PG-13, an hour and 52 minutes. Starring Michael Sarah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Kieran Culkin, Anna Kendrick, Allison Pill, Aubrey Plaza, Jason Schwartzman, so many more in there. Ellen Wong, I should also mention. Uh, right off the bat, I gotta say, like, how do you feel about Jason Schwartzman? Jason Schwartzman? Yeah, he plays Gideon Graves in this. Oh, I hate him. Bro, thank you so much. That's what I wanted to talk about. I was watching this, and like, I get he's the villain and all that, but there's almost a point where I was like, ugh, I don't want to watch this. Like, I can't. I want to punch him in the face for real. He's that right. snobbish and annoying. Yeah, definitely. Perfect for the part. Perfect for it, which makes me think, you know, how much is really acting? Are you the greatest actor ever? I doubt it. You know, you're probably just a bit of an asshole. <laughs> yeah. True. It also makes me think of funny people. If you've seen that, he's uh, roommating with Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill. Mm-mm. And he's, uh, it's uh, Adam Sandler is also in it. It's a Judd Apatow movie. It's super okay. long for most people. And it also does the Judd Apatow thing of being two movies in one, mm. where like the first movie is really funny. And then like there's some serious stuff, whatever. Yeah. But he plays a guy who's a slightly successful actor on a kind of hit show so he's making more than his wannabe stand-up comedian roommates you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and like at one point it's like he comes in he goes can you not leave your fifty thousand dollar checks for your shitty tv show on my pillow and he's like oh did i do that again oh silly me they just keep writing me these checks and i don't know what to do with all of them and i'm like fuck you jason schwartzman like i i mm, Yeah. yeah he sucks a little bit definitely but Michael Sarah kind of really takes this entire movie as the titular character of Scott Pilgrim. At this point in time, he was in so much. Mm-hmm. 
and somehow still stands out in this movie. Right. It's so good. So good. And he's really funny in it. And what I can't decipher, what I can't think of, like, would you, could you think of anybody else who could play the part like that? No, definitely not. I I couldn't think. And it wasn't written for him. Yeah. It was written for him to play it originally. The guy who had in mind, yeah, was watching Arrested Development, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And he was super young, but like they still liked the idea of it. And then Mm -hmm. by the time it got out of its own Arrested Development, if you will, he was much older. And they're like, fucking Michael, yes, we wrote this pretty much with you in mind. Right. So it does. The more I looked at it, I was like, I can't imagine. Because like one of my favorite parts is during the first fight with the first evil ex. Uh It's like, what are you wearing? Are you a pirate? And he goes, are you a pirate? And it's just so sincere that he yeah. asks him that it's just so fucking funny where I'm thinking like, who else could do that? And he really fucking kills it, to be honest. He does. Yeah. Perfect for the part. That's for sure. We're past McLovin, you know, or not McLovin. He was the other one. And mm-hmm. Juno and stuff, that part kind of seems to be the same all around where here it just fits so well. And then on top of that, the aesthetic of this movie is super insane. Yeah. It just feels like uh it was like almost like anime a little bit. Like kind of the, the fast pace and like nobody's blinking at all. Have you know did you notice I that? I've never noticed that, but I've got to like, notice it next time. They would not blink. Nobody blinks in the movie, so it has like that like kind of anime feel, like feel like that dude Edgar Wright wrote it. Um and like if people blinked in the scene even though they did it perfectly, he would do it again. So there's no blinking at all. I got to go through and watch it again. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. such a great fucking fact. Oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So like you just mentioned, I was going to bring up anybody who's thinking about it. Edgar Wright, he just uh, most probably recently known for Baby Driver, but in the long run tune is known for hooking up with Nick Frost and Simon Pegg and doing Shaun of the Dead, The World's End. Mm-hmm. Probably Hot Fuzz in between there, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I know him as the guy who almost did Ant-Man. Oh, okay. In Marvel Studios, and they True. didn't, they he got fired from it. Yeah. Isn't that fucking weird? That's crazy. It really is. Like, mm-hmm. it's really weird when you were supposed to do this, and then you get fired, and that movie comes out, and it, it, it's okay. It's right. not my favorite. Yeah. And he, you come out and do Baby Driver, and you're just like, fuck you. Because <laughs> Baby Driver, have you seen it? Uh, no. It's, it's cool, dude. You want to yeah. talk about, like, awesome, weird attention to detail? Can I do a little spoilers for you? Do you sure. mind? I mean, it's almost even in the trailer of this dude wears headphones. Okay. And he does it because I think he has some sort of a tinnitus. Mm. So he's got ringing. So sometimes if you listen with 5-1 on and he's got one headphone in and one out, you can hear the music playing over here as a dull ring plays on the other side of your 5-1. Wow. Like That's just crazy. weird shit like that. Yeah. Which is just awesome. And his style that you see a little bit in Scott Pilgrim also, it's a little bit toned down, but it still plays out really well Mm. in this of like hearing a song and having the lyrics kind of play into the building work and stuff like that. And this was his first like North American film that he did? Scott? Uh, uh, Edgar. I mean, Scott Pilgrim? Scott Pilgrim was, yes. Was his first one? That would make sense. I think so. And like he he wanted to only, because he's from um the united kingdom right uh he didn't want any like british actors in it but the first evil x was a british actor but he didn't know until they after they casted him but he was the only one didn't they grow up like really close to each other actually or they knew each other from the same place or at the very end of the day he's just like oh yeah (laughs) place too (laughs) yeah true that's so fucking funny right that one was pretty good out of all the evil exes. So hold on for anybody who doesn't know. Uh, just IMDb says, in a magically realistic version of Toronto, a young man must defeat his new girlfriend's seven evil exes one by one in order to win her heart. It's a pretty good description of it, actually. And the other thing, like they said, is in a version of Toronto, like they were really there. Most of that stuff is really shot mm-hmm. on location because right. a lot of the book was drawn to look like that. Mm-hmm. which i think is fun it adds an element you Definitely. know that is one thing that i do kind of like about marvel books let's say is like we're swinging down new york avenue and shit like that like oh look at that and 
mm-hmm. whereas Gotham and Metropolis, Star City, shit like that doesn't really exist. So mm-hmm. to know and go, I can like I could sit on those fucking swings in that scene. Right. Or I can see those stairs in which Chris Evans' character eventually like did like a, a place. grindy thing on it. Yeah. Yeah. True. So the first one we talked about was the pirate guy. Mm-hmm. The second evil ex then was who? Chris Evans? Chris Evans, yeah. That was super fun. So let's talk about that too, if you do or do not know. Like all the different comic book characters who show up in here. So Chris Evans, Captain mm-hmm. America, right. but he also played Johnny Storm in the Fantastic Four. And oh, he was true. in The Losers, mm-hmm. which is another property. So like this is his third or fourth time. We also have uh, Brie Larson showing up there as Envy Adams, who is Captain Marvel. Her boyfriend, Todd, Brandon Routh, once played Superman, actually did it twice, I believe, and played the Adam as well. Mm. Who else can I think of? That might be it. Oh, no. At one point, Thomas Jane shows up, and he played the Punisher. Mm. That's a lot of... There's a lot of crossover there. Yeah, definitely. But Chris Evans is in here playing a douchey version of an action star. Mm -hmm. This is one of the things that I really like about the movie is like, yeah, there's a lot of fighting in it. And there's a lot of good fighting in it. Definitely. I didn't want to bash Shang-Chi, which is the most recent Marvel film, at least free on Disney Plus and shit. But like they were way too worried about the world in which the fighting was in, where I was like, I was watching Scott Pilgrim going like, this is better. Mm. you know it really looked a like michael Sarah was doing it right which was really super cool like it looked like he was taking those blocks and stuff and throwing punches and shit definitely but this other one it was too worried about like the bus spinning out of control or whatever mm. but out of all the x fights which one do you like the most which one do i like the most um i like todd his envy's current boyfriend in the movie yeah he's the one with vegan powers <laughs> i like the vegan powers one. <laughs> that one's super funny um i like the the chris evan ones like the, like him like getting him like oh you won't do that like huge rail on a skateboard and then he does it and then that's you how think he you does can egg me on to this it's like, <laughs> there's girls watching I'm bored <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh i thought that was cool yeah what, what were some other ones um uh, there was the one that's you know kind of funny in there where she was quote unquote bi curious because the reason they oh, can't say right. seven evil ex boyfriends specifically is because one girl does show up. Oh yeah, and the way they defeat her is by bringing her to climax by tickling the back of her. Yeah, and Ramona, that I thought was really Ramona funny. fights her, and then she's like, um, "Well, you can't defeat me, Scott does." And then Ramona like grabs Scott's hands and starts fighting her with Scott. Again, another great use of fucking martial arts and stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. especially when she's doing the hands, you know, that kind of makes sense in the terms of I can stand behind you, grab your wrists and move your arms. Anybody can kind of do that. But eventually starts using her foot to hook around his ankle and like the back of his knee to block and throw kicks. <laughs> yeah, cool. And when you watch, it looks like she's really puppeteering him in a way. And it's yeah. fucking amazing martial arts in this movie that doesn't make sense to be like that's the greatest part about it i don't know if people would get it mm-hmm. if not if everybody doesn't get it that wouldn't surprise me just the way the animation kind of works into it the fast pacing right. the craziness of it of him being like oh my hair shagging and without seeing him getting hat and putting it on in the next frame it's just on <laughs> yeah you know and people like not seeing right. that i also love too. <laughs> <laughs> when Knives, his ex-girlfriend, Scott's, goes and knocks on the door, Kieran Culkin, his roommate, answers, and she goes, hi, is Scott here? And behind you hear the running, and he, and he jumps, jumps out the, the window, window, and he goes, nah, he just left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that dude, type hilarious. of weird humor, and then knowing also in that, this amazing kung fu is going on. Like <laughs> It is a rare beast of a movie that has aged beautifully because of which the humor is current but it's not you know the 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 action is definitely not outdated or anything like that no um what was another one uh the twins i like the the battle um when they do the bat like the uh the battle of the bands or whatever it's stage versus stage stage versus stage yeah and then eventually like um like these big like apparitions come up and fight each other which was like crazy I love that idea of the music creating a monster of sorts. So like we're talking about, they are twins. So as they kind of DJ and play music and shit like that, 
dual dragons come out and like fuck up the band mm. and the band starts playing this awesome music that creates like a an like abominable snowman yeah. kind of looking motherfucker like oh really i thought it was more like you know you know almost you're right like, you're right kind of like chubbier gorilla-ish yeah, yeah gorilla. smallish like, like with the horns though right or no i don't know i'd have to receive remember but like yeah and threat like that idea is really cool of the music creating that and then it was like verses and then it's like them two fighting yeah you know what i mean which is cool it really and then it was, was like uh you know playing music off kind of deal it was fucking sick which is something too if anybody hasn't heard our last episode we talked about music a lot you are a musician of sorts of like would you take that superpower, you know, just walking around with your guitar and stuff, just be like, like creating that would be cool. a monster and shit? Like, like that would, I'm That's surprised somebody hasn't done that yet. Yeah. No, that'd be sick. It would, like, I love that fucking idea of it just because mm. he's super angry at that point because he sees Gideon for the first time. Right. And just their response. I also really want to shout out his band because, like, those two other people like because scott's the bassist right the drummer is even one of his exes yeah and um the other guy i just yeah they, they carry the movie too you know like right. a lot of it's on scott but everybody else who comes to play is really super well in their position yeah and just executes super good true and they all had to learn their instruments too and they're actually like playing them that's to hard. some extent yeah. yeah they said that like uh scott had to like or michael had to like dumb down his bass a little bit for the band, but they all were like playing their instruments. Super so, impressive. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, super cool. And then finally we have the battle there, I guess, of just finally Gideon where we get to see fucking Jason Schwartzman get his ass kicked. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about this is at I think the end of the fight we were just talking about with the twins, he gets an extra life. So he goes through this level, this thing of wanting to get to Gideon to fight him. And Gideon says to him, let me get this straight. You want to fight him? No, you want to fight me for her? And it's a pretty funny part where he goes, was that was that not clear? And he looks over at the band and he goes, was that not clear? And the band goes, I don't know. <laughs> and eventually he goes, well, why would you want to do that? And he goes, because I love her. And a sword appears out of his chest. And it's like, Scott gained the power of love. <laughs> and they fight with that, right. which is super fun. Again, another great idea, another thing that works well in a comic book that you wouldn't think would work well on screen that Edgar is like, oh, no, I'll make it fucking work. Like, I'm going to get this to work and shit. It definitely did. But it's not great enough. The story doesn't work out. Scott gets killed. But he's got that extra life and he's right. brought back to the point who one more quick shout out of like, as he realizes he's going to go to this first fight that I was talking about super duper action. He's pulling on his wristbands and it's going and the camera's cutting quick and fast and triumphant yeah. music. And then it goes to him tying his shoes. Pace stops, music stops and it's him left over. Right. And he's just <laughs> tying his shoes super clumsily compared to everything else. Like that timing right. is super great. But anyway, he gets a second chance, and now he gets down there, and Gideon asks this time, let me get this straight, you want to fight me for her? And he goes, no, I want to fight you for me. And this time, a different sword pops out, and it's Scott gained the power of self-respect. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that too, so I thought was really fucking great and really, yeah. really good. And then at the end, it just kind of finishes out with him really truly understanding that of like that awesome speech of, I kind of cheated on you both, and I'm sorry. Can we all be friends? Right. <clears throat> and then the nega Scott shows up, and you think there's going to be this showdown, but no, they just go out. Oh, yeah, they're buddies. Get waffles and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. Uh, yeah, so funny. And then, uh, like Ramona is like leaving, and then he expects she expects him to like stay with knives, and then knives is like, no, you should go for her, and then he goes, and they're like, we should try again. Yeah, and then super sweet ending. It really is, and yeah. it left so much open, and. I wonder if we'd ever come back to these characters. Would you want to do that or would you want to leave this door sealed where it was? Because we are um, talking now 11 years. Uh, yeah. I mean, if they did it again, I would still watch it. I'd hope it's, I'd hope it'd be good. You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it would ruin this movie for me. Now IMDb here has a rating of 7.5 out of 10. I'd call that a C plus. What would you say? You agree? Um, For me, I mean, I love it. So I would say it's like a, B plus, definitely. 
I would have to agree. I yeah. think it's a good 8.8, almost a 9 right. and stuff like that. To be honest, I don't know. I might give it the A. I yeah. might give it a flat out 9. Just... I just love it. Yeah. It, did, it wasn't received well, right? When it first came out. I don't like think. Like it tanked at the box office, right? Yeah. For whatever reason, and maybe I should have looked it up. Yeah. I can't remember why, but I just, I don't think that it tanked so much as just went unnoticed. Right. Like uh, something else must have come out in yeah. and around that time that just didn't. And then it became like a cult classic kind of deal. Yeah. I don't think that a lot of people understood the reference to the comic book. Right. Or is it technically a manga? I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, (laughs) but whatever it is, it is based off a previously established IP inside a graphic medium, we'll say. Mm -hmm. Um, Once it came out, I don't think that was connected. It came out, and then people said, oh, you don't know about this almost? Right, and, and they already then, missed it. And then people watched it later on, yeah. Yep, and it became culty, and then the books became cool and culty and all that kind of... There's a video game, right? Maybe. I, I thought so. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim video game. But Have you ever seen Kick-Ass? Kick-Ass? Um, is that the stunt dude? Is that what I'm thinking of? I don't know. No, Kick-Ass is a guy in New York, and he dresses up in a green suit... He's got battalions, but he has no real superpowers. It's a really down-to-earth superhero movie of, like, real-life superheroing, though. Like, oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. Nick Cage is in the first one. Yes, okay, okay, I know what you're saying. What was I thinking of? The stunt dude where he's... You ever seen that movie where he's like, I want to be Evil Knievel? Hot Rod. Hot Rod. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> that movie. I've tried to watch that movie twice now, and I just I can't get into it. I don't know <laughs> why. I don't know. I thought it was pretty funny. It gets so good. I just love his relationship with his dad where he's just like, I'm going to save you. I'm going to, I'm going to like get your heart fixed so I can beat the shit out of you. (laughs) That's a whole movie. He's just trying to fix his like stepdad or dad's heart just so he can fight him for real. (laughs) That's maybe I'll give it one more try then. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But this movie though, yeah, 9.0. I think I, I also said, sorry about that. In terms of a sequel we talked about, all in all, I, I really enjoy this movie. I really like talking with you about it. I appreciate yeah. you coming out and talking about it 100%, man. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be back. No, yeah. I'm really happy to have you back. Like I said, I listened to our uh, previous one where I was like, hopefully he comes back. So it already came true. Hopefully you come back for Trace, the number three we'll do. Find yeah. Something cool to watch. Maybe, to be honest, you might like Kick-Ass because it's super hardcore. Mm. It's super hardcore. There's like blood and stuff and kick-ass i feel like maybe i've seen bits i've never watched like probably never watched the whole thing but that sounds familiar Hmm. yeah i don't know maybe we'll go for that one yeah let's try it dude thanks again so much for coming hanging out being on buds bros and superheroes for another time i really truly do say this all the time it doesn't mean i any less like time Mm. is very short you just worked a full day and shit too i'm sure (laughs) you're ready to get the fuck out of here i appreciate you coming and hanging out for as long as you did really truly thank you so much of course no problem thanks for having me dude Thanks for everybody out there listening. If you want to get in touch, interact at all, make sure to find us on all those social medias, on the YouTube, the Facebook, Instagram, all those things. Getting back to Twitter soon, like I said. In the meantime, just word of mouth would be great. If you know a friend who likes Buds Bros. Superheroes, it'd be great because I got a show for them. Thanks so much, guys. My name has been Nick James. I have been joined by the wonderful Andrew. Buds Bros. and Superheroes are out of here.